The Sechta Soita Daf Lamed Beis on Medalla, page thirty-two, side eight. The Hocho, and here the, the Mishnah says that one says Tomei, two says not Tomei, that she would drink. The Mayas Kinon. What are we dealing with? Kigoyin, Dasai Isha Meikara. That the woman came first and says became Tomei, and therefore we will go. After the majority of those who are apostle, we will accept the testimony of the two. And so, because the woman is not a kosher leidus, and since she did come first, so we will still go after the majority. The sortu and they could only explain the mechemi words like as follows: the mechemi omer kol mokum shemina teidei dechod. If the Torah believed one witness, go after the majority. That is, that it's only when the first witness was a woman or an apostle, some other apostle, then we accept the testimony of the two women. But you have, if you have one man who's a kosher ladies, and you have two women contradicting, that means each one of the testimonies is considered as if it's a testimony of one witness. So two women and against one woman is like two men against one man. But two women against one man is kipalgopalgodomi is considered uh, the testimony of the woman are only half Edison uh, and because it's half Edison we don't go after the majority of the opinions uh, so therefore if you have more two or more women and the first testimony was done by an Ish then uh, they would not be believed we won't, have to, we won't go Bosar of days Now, the Gemara goes back to the Nabchiya's answer that the two cases in the Mishnah are talking about uh, the Psulin, Psulin uh, Eidus. So the Gemara asks, Visarti Psulin Eidus Lomuli. Why do we need two cases by those who are disqualified for testimony in order for us to teach the Halacha that by Psulin we go after the majority? The Mishnah could have brought one example. The Gemara says, "Mau the Tema, you may have think he asli non basaroiv dayis. When do we go after majority of the opinions is only the chumra? Which means, if according to the most of the, the opinions you would have to drink, we will follow them. Avalakula, but if according to the majority of the opinions we should make it easier that she shouldn't drink, like the case when two people say nitmeis and one witness says loy nitmeis, maybe loy asli Maybe we would say we shouldn't follow the majority of opinions, but it should remain a suffix because there was a contradiction here. And maybe she should drink. Kamash Malon. That's why the Mishnah teaches also in that case that we also follow the majority of the opinion and she won't drink because this halacha that we go basarev deis, we do it bein the chumra, bein the kula, whether it's for stringent or it's a leniency. Hadran Allah Mishikine, Hadran Allah Mishikine, Hadran Allah Mishikine. Now we're learning the Mishnah, Elu Namorim, 
the seventh Perik. Mishnah. The following can be said in every language. You don't have to say Loshim Kodesh, Parashas Soita. The portion of the Soita, this is that the Koyin says to the Soita, the Pesach says, the Koyim administers the oath. He says, if a man had not had a relation with you, and he doesn't have to say it in the exact language in Posik in Lashon Koydish, but in other languages also okay. We vidui Maiser and the confession of Maiser, there is a mitzvah to confess on the Pesach of the fourth year and of the seventh year of the Shemitah cycle. That at the fourth and the seventh year is the time that a person is obligated to take and remove from his house all the miser, all the tithing of the, what grows from the ground, and to do, and to give away, to do each one as the halacha. So then he says the confession, I have removed the holy from my house, as it's written in the Pasuk. So that too can be said in any language, and we don't say we don't obligate him to say tafke in the language that is written in the Pesach. Kriyas Shema Usefila Ubirchas Amozno Shvuos Oedus The reading of the Shema, the doing of the Amida, the Tfila, the Birchas Amozno, the grace after meals, and also the Shvuos Oedus. The the Oedus uh, uh, that he makes, gives him, administers an oath to tell a testimony for him. If your friend asks you to testify for him to come and help him in a testimony to help him with a demand that he has in Beisden. And the person says, I can't come, he swears falsely, he says, I don't know this testimony. Or the person goes and tells him, I'm applying the Shavu to you, please, that you come and testify for me. And he denies uh, falsely, he says, I don't know. So then meaning in this case he administered the Shavuot, in this case he swore, but in either case he violated the Shavuot, then you have a Korban which the parasha talks about, that would be, even if the Shavuot was said in any language, it doesn't have to be in Lashon Kodesh, and that's the Shavuot if a person denies uh, to his friend who's demanding from him an object that he has given to him to safekeep, he gave him something to watch and he wants it back, and he denies it, or he owes him money and he denies it and he swears falsely. Or the one who's demanding him applies a shvua to him. He says, I'm, sh- I'm making you swear, I'm administering an uh, oath to you. And the guy denies falsely. Then you have a carbon of called Hashem Gizelis, which is written in the parsha. Also, that shvua is read, said and in Lashem. And also, in the matters, uh, uh, other things that the or the, the mitzvahs and the pasuk we don't have to say that in the Kurdish as we'll see in the Gemara further also more details. Now the Mishnah continues says the following need to say specifically only Lashon Kurdish and we cannot learn them from the previous matters that we mentioned before that you can do use any language because in all these cases that we'll say now. There's a special uh, uh, limud we learn out that you cannot say them in any other language. When you uh, read Arami uh, Evidovi, when you bring the Bikurim, uh, you have to say it in, in, in this exact language. And 
the order that the Pesach says when the Chalitza by uh, Ayyavama, his uh, brother's um, wife, his brother died without children. So if he doesn't want to marry, the Chalitza has to be said in the exact Loshan. Baruchis Uklolis, the blessings and the curses that Yeshua and uh, the Yidden uh, were in Har Grizim and Har Evil, as they were told in the Torah, have to be said in Losh Gretz. Birchas Kahanim, the blessing that the Kahanim give the Messias Kapayim has to be in Losh Gretz. Birchas Kohen Godel, the blessing of the Kohen Godel on Yom Kippur, after the completing of the service of the day that uh, took place in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, so then the Kohen God would read in the Torah the Parshas Havoid and would make eight brachas. So the brachas had to be done in Losh Kodesh. Uforoshes HaMelech and the portion of the king in the Parshas of the Hakel it's called the Parshas HaMelech because the Melech would read uh, in the Sefer Dvorim on a wooden bima raised platform in the Azorah and Sukkot after Shemitah, he would read that Parshas Melech has to be done in Losh Kodesh. Also, the portion of the Egla Rufa, that is what the uh, Zikanim would, the Kohanim would say if a person was found dead and without knowing who smit him. So after they would. Uh, Break the uh, neck of the uh, calf, and the pasuk says uh, of their orfu has eglo, but but benachal. So then it says vaonu vaomru, they will say and uh, respond and raise their voices and say yodein l'shom chasidom hazeh, our hands have not poured his blood. That house has to be said l'shkodesh. Umashuach mulchama midabe b'sho she midabe elhom, and the anointed for war uh, there was a special Koyen who was anointed to be the head of the war the chief of staff so the time that he would speak to the people uh, that were going to war and the Pasuk says as we know the Pasuk he says to them and the Pasuk says listen Israel you are coming close for war and your enemies uh, etc so therefore, uh, that also has to be said in Losh Gretsch. Now, from this point until the end of the Masech, the Mishnah will explain all the details that I mentioned. Mikra Bikurim Ketzah. The reading of the Bikurim, how? How so? Says so the Mishnah. That means, for where do we know that it has to be said in Losh Gretsch? Because it says in the portion of Bikurim, it says, And Ulahalon, and by the blessings and the clothes that are grisen are hevel, it says, So the Levim uh, raised their voice and they said, For both says, Since by both says, Since by both says, just like over there by the brachs and clothes. As the Gemara will expound. Afkan also by Bikurim, it's Bilshana Kodesh because of the Venice of Amart. And if you learn, so we learn brachas by Bikurim from the brachs and clothes. Chalitza Ketza, 
how do we know that the chalitza has to be done with Lashna Kodesh? The Gemara says, because well, also it says, V'onsum Amra. It says, V'onsum Amra, also Ani Amira, L'halam, B'brochsu Klod, V'adriz, N'areza, L'aymer, V'onu Halavim, V'amru. So again, Anuva. So when I say Shabbat, Malahalam, just by the Brochsu Klod, B'lushen HaKodesh, Afkan, also by chalitza, is B'lushen HaKodesh. And as the Gemara again, we'll learn that over there it had to be done, the Brochsu Klod, B'lushen HaKodesh. Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, he disagrees, he says, we don't need to learn from Exeter Shogah. Because the passage by Chalitza itself we can learn out uh, that it's done Lashon Kodesh. Because the passage says, Va'onso va'amro kocha. And she says, so, this is what it's mashma, it's mashma that this is the language that she used to say in Lashon Kodesh. Now, now the Gemara is going to explain what took place with the brachos and klolos. Brachos and klolos that took place on the Mount Grisma Arei How did it take place? When the Yidin passed through the Yadin on the way to Yisrael, they came to Mount Grisma Arei Mount Ebal, that is in the Shemren, which is in the side of Shechem, which is near and how do we know that are by because the Pesach says because the Pesach says when the Pesach says the Pesach says there's another post that says, Vayavar Avram Ba'oretz Ad Mekoyim Shechem Ad Mekoyim Adelon Moira. So we say, Mo'elon Moira Ha'omu Lahalon, just like the Eilon Moira says later by Avram. We're saying that it was Shechem, Af Eilon Moira Ha'omu Lahalon Shechem. That also is the Shechem. So that's how we know the Eilon Moira Yad Shechem. She Shashvotim Olul Reish Hargrizim. Six tribes went up to the Mount Grizim. She was Shashvotim Olul Reish Hargrizim. And six tribes went on to the Mount Ebal. And the Kohanim, and the Levim, and the Oren, they were standing below, in the middle, in between the two mountains. The Kohanim were surrounding the Oren, but Levim is a Kohanim. So it was an inner circle. First there was the Kohanim circling the Oren. The Levim would circle the Kohanim. And all the Jews were from both sides of the Mount Shunema. Because the post says V'chol Yisroel and all the Jews who's came over their elders V'shoytrov V'shoytrov Emdi Mezel Mezel Oren They stood from this side and that side outside the Oren etc. Havchu Pneim Klapi Har Grizim So the Levim turned their face towards Mount Grizim Uposchu B'brochem and they opened up with the blessing Baruch HaIsha Asher Lo Yasa Pesel Masechum Blessed is the person who doesn't make a molten and a and images maseicha the elu the elu and both those who are on Mount Grizim and those on Mount Elu I know say amen and then hafchu then the levim turn pnei and klapi are evil towards Mount Evil upasho biklal and then they began with the curse oror ish asher yase pesel maseicha curse to the man who makes pesel maseicha the elu the elu I know and both of them would answer amen. It's like what you did by like as you would do by all the other brachos and klolos. Bracha klola, bracha klola. Atchegem bracha klolos, till they complete all the blessing and the curse. 
אחר כך הביאו הסעבונים, and then they brought the stones that he took from the yardin, that is in order to fulfill the obligation, the command of the Torah, to build a Mizbech in Har Evo, and to write on these stones the entire words of the Torah by Reitav, it's called the Torah by Reitav. Ubonos HaMizbech. So they built a Mizbech, Vesudu Besit, and they plastered it with the plaster they can write on it. The Kosovo Lov is called Yivri HaToyrei B'Shivim Loshim. They wrote the entire words of the Torah in the 70 languages. Meaning, in each language, in its writing, in its type of Ksav, and also in its language. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, by and hate, explained well. That means its language and its, and its writing. But not less Alvonim. And then they took the stones uh, after they took a part of his bech, after they also brought the oilus and the shlom, as the Torah said, the lisa of oilus v'gamer. So they took those avonim in order to stand them up in the place where they were going to sleep that night, as the as Hashem instructed Yeshua to do. Vo, and they came. Sechta soitu daf lamet beis lamet beis page thirty two side b. Velonu bimkoyim, and they slept in their place. And they stayed over in the Gilgal, and over there they raised the stone. That they took apart. Now we'll learn the Gemara. The Gemara brings the drushes for the those items that are said in all languages. First, we learned in the Mishnah that Parasha Soitu Minola. The Parasha Soitu is said in every language. The Gemara says, "How do we know this?" The Gemara answered, "Dixiv Omer Akoyin Lo Isha." The coin says to the woman, "So since it says Omer Akoyin Lo Isha, B'Cholosu Oimer." All he says in any language that he says. Because here we just learned that the woman has to understand what the coin says. The Gemara brings the following price. We learned that price Mashmi noisu b'choloshin shehi shemas. We let her know. We we make her hear it in every language that she understands. Almahi uh, shoyso for what she's drinking, and we'll see in the, in the Mishnah. I'll touch out. Mao shoyso. I mean, what is the cause for reason? Bamei shoyso. And in uh, what kind of a vessel? A man nit mace, if she was actually tummy, but may nit mace. And uh, if she was uh, intentional, see in the mission. The Bryce explains. What does it mean, Almai Shaysa? I mean, what is the reason she's drinking? Alice Kikinu Vestida. Because she was warned and she secluded herself. That means that we explain to her what caused her. To reach to this thing, to this stage, that they're drinking, they're giving her to drink. It's her princes are behaving in an immodest way that her husband warned her, and she went into seclusion. That brought you to this love. And what she drinks in that's bimikidoshel cheres. That's a cup made out of earthenware, which is a cup which is considered a very uh, disgusting cup. And then we also explained to her man mitmes. On why she became, uh, on what she became tummy, which means if she actually is tummy, so we say what Broy brings to that is al iskis that is the for preoccupying with uh, lightheadedness and childishness, and the entire explanation is there so that the women should learn the lesson not to behave 
with men in a lightheaded way, so they should not come, reach to this level, to the punishment which is written in the Saita that has been defiled. It says, Tzofna Bitov Nafzireich. The Braise continues to explain, and with what she became that means that we explain to her the laws of Maya Mamorim. Now, when do they check her? They're only going to check her if she did it intentionally and willingly. But if she was an accident, for example, they told her that her husband died, and she thought that she isn't married anymore, or she was forced. So then the water doesn't check her. Why do we go through all these alokas? So not to bring out a bad name on these bitter waters. Because if she became Tomei against her will or accidentally, and they will give her to drink. And she will see that the water did not check. She didn't think, oh, had I been... Tommy Mason also wouldn't check me. So we told her no, that she should know that the reason she wasn't checked is because she wasn't amazed. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Vidui Maiser can be said in all languages. How do we know this? Because it says by Vidui Maiser, Say before Hashem your God, I have removed the holy from the house. We learn exactly Shav of Amira, Amira from the Parsha Soita. Over there too, it says language of Amira. So the Pasik is equating the din of Vidumaisa to that of Soita, that it can also be said, in any language that he can say. The Gemara says, So uh, why don't let's learn out the Exeter Shav and Levi? Why do we learn out Amira from the Brachs of Klolos that is said in the Agriz and Harevo? It also says Amira. And we should say the other way. Ma'alahalon, just like by the Levim, you needed to say, as the Gemara will say, Avkor. Also by the confession of Maisa, you should have to say, Belashay Nakoidish. By answer, Donim Amira great so, me Amira great so. Ve'in Donim Amira great so, me Aniyam Amira that we should learn out the language where it just says Amira without Aniso. From another place where it says just Amira Bilvad, only a great, only a, uh, Amira, which is uh, by, uh, uh, by Maesiris we learn from Saito. Because by Saito it only says Amira without Aniya. But they don't Amira great, so. But we will not learn the language of Amira where it just says Amira, Maniva Amira, from, from the language that says Aniva Amira by the Levim. That's why we don't learn the halacha of Vidu Maiser, which says Amira alone, from the Parshish Levim, where it says both Van Alavim, Vim. Tanya, we learn the Nabrais. That means a person is fit that he should praise himself will say his praise in a slow voice but when he uh, degrades himself he should say his uh, embarrassment, his shame in a loud voice. How do we learn? How do we know this? His praise he says in a slow voice because from the confession of Maisa. Over there it doesn't, over there the Pasik says, He says, I didn't transgress, so he's praising himself. 
and we say it in a slow voice because by Maisa it doesn't say Ania von Miso the Marto. But you do say because Rome that the fact that one's shame you say it loudly, that's Lodal Mikri Bikurim. From what we say by Bikurim. Over there it says Vonisa Vamarta. And what are we saying over there? Arami Vidovi. That is embarrassment. So we are confessing that our father, uh, love on the Armin, was a Russian, wanted to uproot everything. And we say this in a loud voice, is Vanisa. That means raise your voice. So the Gemara says, Uganusa Bikilram, does one need to say his shame loudly? But Rabbi Yechah says, Name of Rabshim Ben Yechah, Why did they institute the Chacham? That person should pray quietly. The reason is conditionally, not to shame those who transgress Averis, and they're confessing in their prayer on the Averis. And we learned it also, because the Torah did not distinguish, set a place to shecht a karmachata separate by itself. It is broad. The shechita is the same place as the oilo. That is on the north side of the Azora. So that those who see will not understand that it is an achatos, and those who have committed a sin will not be embarrassed that they bring it. person can tell it's achatos, it's an oilo. So what do we see from that? A person should not say his shame in a loud voice. And therefore, the Gemara fixes up the statement, don't say his shame. That's not what Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai was talking about, to say it loudly. Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai means that a person, it's fitting for a person to say his pain loudly, so others should know. And that we learn from the Bikurim. Because he says, with a loud voice, because over there in that verse he remembers the problems that have transgressed, transpired about the Jewish people and uh, by Lovan and Mitzvah we also learned in Abraise that the fact by Mitzvah that the Mitzvah needs to announce that he's Tome so the people will turn away from him so we learn from this he should Notify of his plan to the many, so that many can ask mercy for him. And anyone, something who is happens to him that is he's in pain, needs to notify it to the many, to public. And the many will ask mercy for him. We just learned that Why did they institute the prayer quietly? So not to embarrass those who transgress in Aveda. For the Torah has not separated a special place for the Korban Chatz. They both go in the Tzofim. And no, the Torah didn't make a distinction between the Chatz and there is a difference with regards to the blood, the domain, the spring of the blood. The blood of the chatos gives, is on top, goes on top of the line, the chuta secret that was in the middle of the mezbeach. Uh, this red strand, the strand that was in the middle, that dam uh, chatos goes on top of that. And the dam oil goes below. 
And the Gemara says, Hosom, when it comes to the sprinkling of the blood of the Chathos, it's only the Koyin who do yod. It's only the Koyin who sprinkles knows. But besides him, other people don't know that it's a Chathos. And therefore the sinner is not embarrassed. And the Gemara says, Vahiko Chathos Nekeva. But there's another sign if this Chathos is a, it's a Chathos Because a Chathos can come only in a Keva. And a Karbun could be, uh, an Oila could be a Zohar. Either a Keva or a Zohar. So those who will see will know it's a chatos. Even though that it's shechted in the place with the oila, uh, and they'll see it's in the cave, but they'll think it's a chatos. And the Gemara answers also that the the cavus uh, is going to be covered with their tail. And the person can't really tell that it's a chatos. The Gemara says tinach kasba, kafsa. That makes sense by a sheep that has a tail. But if he brings a seeda, a goat for a chatos, doesn't have a tail, Michael Amemer, what is there to say? The Gemara says hosumir In that case, that he brings a goat for a chatos, so he embarrasses himself. The boyle nasuye kasba. He should have kafsa. He should have brought a sheep because I see seeda, and he brings a goat. If he doesn't want to be embarrassed, the Gemara says, "Chatos davedis kichovim, a chatos of avedis zore, one who stumbled over backs and avedis kichovim." Over there, the Torah gives a special pasuk. Loisagid loves you. That is not possible. He has to bring a goat because it says, "Eis b'shnosim Michael Lemeimer." What is there to say? Over there, we see that the Torah didn't care about. He's going to be embarrassed. The Gemara says, "Hosom nixiv enezel." By let him actually be embarrassed. So uh, he should. That should be an atonement for him. The Torah placed upon him this. He should embarrass. So he should be uh, uh, an atonement from such a great avir. Further learned in the Mishnah that Kriyas Shema can be said in any language. We know. But where do we know this? And the Gemara says the Ksiv because the passage Shema Yisrael. Listen, Israel. So, when this we learn, in any language that you understand. The Gemara brings a disagreement about this. Reading the Shema, you can read only the way it's written, not in other languages. That's the opinion of Rabbi. The Chachamim disagree. In every language. The Gemara explains my time with the Rabbi. What's the Rabbi's reason? Because the Pasuk says in the portion of the Havta, so it's mashma, v'hoyu means they shall be that the words of the Shema need to be as it is and not another language but Rabbonon, and Rabbonon expound that means you hear in any language that you understand but Rabbonon still says v'hoyu how come they don't learn like Rabbi to learn the Shema as is in Loshon Kodesh was how who uh, that v'hoyu is needed that for another halacha that mafreya shouldn't read it backwards. That means shouldn't go from the end to the beginning. It doesn't fulfill his obligation if he doesn't read it according to the order of the pasuk. Uh, how does Rebbe know that he shouldn't read it backwards? Nafkelei he expounds this mitvarim hadvar. From the Pesach Devarim, Hadvar. 
Because the Parsi could have said just Vahidvarim Eila. It could have said without a hey. It says Vahadvarim. So that learns, from there he learns that it has to be in order not to read it the opposite way. That they learn out from Vahoyu, they don't learn it from Vahadvarim. Dvarim Hadvarim Lemashpulu. So they don't believe, they don't uh, learn from this extra word of the hey. Uh, they don't believe you can expound it. But also Shema, how come he doesn't learn Rebbe that you can read the Shema in every language that you can hear as the Chachamim? The Gemara says, Ahu, that word Shema mi boyulei, Rebbe needs for another drosha. He needs for another something else that we learn out that that by Kriya Shema there is a requirement that you must hear, your ears must hear what you express out of your mouth. means loud enough to hear it. So, so how did Rabbanon learn the Shema that you can listen any language? So how do they know that you have to, where do they know the halacha, from where do they learn the halacha that you have to uh, say loud enough that you can hear? They hold like the opinion that says when they reach the Shema they did not actually hear what he says, he still fulfilled his obligation. The Gemara now wants to find out whether Machloik Islam the Chachamim hinges in another matter. Lema, shall we say that Kosova Rebbe, that Rebbe holds, 